So the is a story of uh, from the Buddha's time where the Buddha uh, was at uh, Saranath or at Varanasi, the city of Varanasi, and uh, there was one of the Buddha's disciples, uh, Yasa. So before he came and uh, ordained, he uh, lived a very luxurious life. <clears throat> His uh, parents was extremely wealthy, and uh, he he uh, was uh, became tired of the the lay life, even though he had all the the luxuries and uh, sensual pleasures uh, that the the rich people do. He uh, became to see things that were were originally that he liked and and thought of as something that gave him a lot of delight, uh, such as seeing beautiful things. Uh, One night he saw all the entertainers uh, sleeping on the floor. Uh, Before, when they weren't asleep, they were very beautiful, but when he looked around at the, the he just saw them as a very very ugly very uh, un, unattractive and so he reflected on the lay life and and saw the lay life as something that's very chaotic uh, very uh, disturbing and so he decided to walk to uh, the forest of Isapitana uh, forest and that's where he met the Buddha and the Buddha said uh, come uh, Yasa, which was his name that, uh, that no one knew. And the, so the Buddha called him by this name and said that here it isn't chaotic, here it isn't disturbing at all. So after uh, Yasa heard the Buddha call uh, him by this name that no one else knew, uh, his original birth name, uh, he gained a lot of faith in the Buddha. And this is when the Buddha knew that uh, Yasa was ready for uh, a teaching. Uh, the Buddha gave uh, this uh, teaching uh, which is uh, called the gradual instructions uh, uh, what is it? in the practice and it starts with uh, dana or generosity uh, this uh, uh, virtue of, of being able to give up to, to help others uh, and also to help uh, Buddhism and so you know, for Thai people or you know, Singaporean people you know, they all have this uh, wanting to, to give up, to help others uh, within their hearts. And so this is a, a good quality that we have to develop. And then uh, once we have practiced this uh, dana or generosity, then we come to practice uh, pavana or meditation, the, the cultivation of mind. And this will uh, lead us out of uh, the round of suffering. The, the teaching that the Buddha gave to, to Yasa was uh, starting from developing generosity, then developing uh, sila or virtue or morality. Uh, this is this firm uh, foundation within the mind, uh, firm foundation of virtue within the mind. And so as Buddhists, we practice by the five moral precepts. And uh, when we can, we increases to the, the eight uh, moral precepts uh, and so this is how we start to, to practice and so uh, without this uh, morality 
then the world becomes a very chaotic, a very disturbing uh, place to live in. Uh, you know, without uh, morality, then this affects uh, society around us, but also uh, even closer to us, our, our family life as well. And so once the mind has developed generosity, morality, uh, it becomes uh, a virtue, a benefit for, for our minds. Our minds uh, gain happiness or inner happiness. Uh, this is like that our minds are born in a heavenly realm. So this is what, what we are talking about when we say that uh, heaven arises within the mind, uh, hell or the lower realms arise within the mind. And so we'll notice that the mind, when it uh, has happiness, then this is as if our minds are in heaven. Uh, but the thing is, is are these feelings of, of happiness, are they sure? Are they a sure thing? Are they permanent? Uh, if we reflect and see that these uh, feelings are unsure, they're impermanent, then we have to ask ourselves, you know, what should we do? Uh, we, we have to start seeing the drawbacks of uh, happiness uh, or sensual pleasures. We have to see that they're things that, they're, that, that are unsure, that are impermanent. And so these uh, sense pleasures uh, that we attach to uh, sights, sounds, uh, taste, touch, uh, mental objects, uh, the more we attach to them, the more suffering uh, that arises. And so this uh, nakama, which means renunciation, uh, this doesn't apply just to the monks who have gone forth and renounced the worldly life. Uh, it applies to every one of you there as well. Uh, when you're meditating, uh, doing chanting, listening to the Dhamma like you have been today, uh, then this is a form of renunciation because you are practicing to uh, renounce the confusion and chaos within the world, uh, renounce the, the hardships uh, of, of your work and your, your worldly life. And so all of you are practicing uh, this temporary renunciation while you're here. So when you practice uh, mindfulness or meditation of the in and out breath, uh, then if you gain a, a momentary uh, peace, uh, then this uh, momentary peace is something that's extremely uh, important in the practice. Uh, Yasa, when he uh, could see the drawbacks uh, in the world, in the worldly life, uh, he made his mind uh, peaceful and when his mind was peaceful, then the Buddha knew that uh, he was ready to receive the teachings on the Four Noble Truths. And so the Buddha taught on uh, suffering, on when we don't get what we want, uh, when we are separated from what we love, or we have to put up with what we uh, dislike. Uh, this is forms of dukkang or suffering, uh, when we know that all things are dukkang or they, they're unable to last in that form, then uh, we'll understand the, the truth. And so Yasa, he 
saw the suffering according to reality, according to truth, just like this. So earlier today, there was a group of Singaporeans who came uh, to the monastery, and one of them asked the question, you know, how do we practice in order to give up this sense of self? Uh, how do we practice to give up the, the suffering that arises uh, when we attach to this sense of self? Uh, yeah, John, he, he said to, we have to contemplate uh, the body, we have to break it up in terms of its uh, great, the great, the four great elements, uh, that of the earth, fire, wind, and water, uh, whatever has those characteristics, uh, then we uh, contemplate, we bring up the, the body, these elements within the mind, and we break down the body and, and uh, try to picture it in terms of these four elements. And if our concentration, our peace of mind uh, is sufficient or is strong enough, then we'll be able to see uh, this el- these elements and this uh, body that's made up of these elements as anichang, dukang, anatta, which is impermanent suffering and, and not self. And so just by seeing this truth, uh, this is what we call seeing the Dhamma. Uh, Maka or the path to, to seeing the Dhamma, uh, this is what Yasa, when he heard the Buddha uh, give a teaching on the, the Four Noble Truths, uh, his mind was already at peace, uh, was already concentrated, and upon hearing the teachings, he quickly attained to uh, stream entry or sotapanna. Uh, this was because uh, Yasa had already built up a lot of parami uh, or, or spiritual uh, merits in his past lives. Uh, he already practiced uh, a very long time, very many, for very many lifetimes already. And so parami or, or the spiritual merits is something that you constantly build up. Uh, so it's like uh, you all who have come here today, uh, for you to come each week like this, uh, it's something that shows that you've built up a lot of uh, spiritual merits already. Uh, it takes a lot of effort to come each week. You have to give up a lot. You have to give up uh, watching... Uh, TV or movies or other sort of sense, sense pleasures that you could be indulging in uh, and instead you have to want to uh, find the Dhamma you, you place a lot more importance on, on, on Dhamma and so this is uh, as well a, a way that you are building uh, your spiritual merits uh, uh, each week in this lifetime and so whenever your spiritual merits are full, uh, are complete, and then this is when you'll be able to see the Dhamma. So this practice uh, of Dhamma is something that's uh, not too difficult. Uh, when it comes time, when all the factors have been completed, uh, the mind and our spiritual merits are full, then it's something that's not difficult at all. Uh, uh, we can compare to uh, the people who, who couldn't come today. Uh, they don't have the, the faith and the effort to, to want to come each Friday like this. But uh, for you all, you have the faith uh, that you are able to come here uh, to listen to the Dhamma, to practice. Uh, 
uh, and it shows that you've, uh, you're willing to put forth effort in the practice. And so when you're practicing, you, know, you can contemplate uh, uh, your moods and emotions that arise in, in various ways. Uh, for instance, if uh, there's greed that arises or anger that arises within your mind, then you can think to yourself, you know, am, I, am I going to die? Are they going to die? Are they of the nature to die or not? Uh, you know, I can't take anything with me. Uh, so why would I want to keep these feelings of greed or anger? Uh, and if we can contemplate in this way, uh, see clearly, then we'll be able to re- reduce and let go of uh, these attachments within the mind. Uh, and when we can let go, then the mind uh, is at ease and, and has happiness. And so, uh, back to the story of uh, Yasa. He, when he listened to the first teaching that the Buddha gave, uh, his mind attained to stream entry or sotapanna. Uh, this was because of the immense barami or spiritual merits that he had accumulated over past lifetimes. And on the second teaching that he heard from the Buddha, uh, when the Buddha taught his mother and father, uh, he attained to becoming a... Uh, an arahant or fully enlightened being and his uh, parents attained to stream entry and so there's a story of uh, back in in Ajahn Chah's time uh, of when there was a person who was in a lot of suffering uh, he, it was this it was this pig farmer uh, he he killed pigs for a living, uh, but at that time the economy wasn't very good, the, the price for pork wasn't very good, and he was losing a lot of money, and so he was uh, very unhappy. And so he thought, what should he do? And so he thought that uh, you know, this uh, Ajahn, Venerable Ajahn Chah would be able to help him, would be able to help him out of his suffering. Uh, and so he went to go find uh, Venerable Ajahn Chah in the forest, and he uh, told Ajahn Chah of why he was suffering. And uh, Ajahn Chah asked him, well, if uh, you gain a lot of profit, well, do the pigs die? Or if you lose a lot of money, do the pigs still die? I don't see the pigs complaining about uh, the price of their own meat. And then when he thought about this, uh, his mindfulness came back. And he thought that no matter how much suffering he had, well, at least it wasn't that bad because he didn't have to die or give up his own body. And so when the pig farmer heard that, uh, what Ajahn Chah said, he said that the, the pigs weren't complaining about the price of their own meat. Uh, he, he gained mindfulness and was able to, to let go of his uh, suffering within the mind. And so when we carry things within the mind, uh, we will feel a lot of uh, emotional stress and and suffering, uh, especially when we are unable to to put these things down uh, in the mind. Uh, So there was once when Ajahn Chah, he he taught in a very Zen-like fashion. Uh, There was a layperson who came to him uh, saying that he had a lot of suffering and so he, he was 
telling Ajahn Chah of his story of why he was suffering. And Ajahn Chah instead gave him uh, this uh, heavy bucket to hold. And so the layperson took it, uh, carried it for Ajahn Chah and kept talking about his own sufferings. Uh, but after a while of talking uh, to Ajahn Chah, he he, the, the heaviness of the bucket <clears throat> started to, uh, to get to him. And so he forgot about his uh, sufferings within the mind and instead uh, started to notice how heavy this bucket was. And then at that time, Ajahn Chah asked him, so is that bucket heavy? And I said, yes. So why not put the bucket down? And so wisdom arose at that moment and the layperson put down the bucket as well as his attachments and his sufferings that had been burdening him within the mind. And when he put this down, then he uh, understood about letting go and his mind became empty, uh, became peaceful. And so we all have to practice letting go because if we can practice this, uh, then we'll be able to reduce any unhappiness, uh, stress and suffering within the mind. Just give this much for the Dhamma talk session. Otherwise, uh, there may be suffering arising within you, uh, this suffering of being bored. And so uh, it's better to, to keep it just at this, this much for now and uh, open up the session for any question and answers.